Hey, and welcome to episode 17 of Coming Home to Yourself. Today, I want to elaborate on something I touched on in episode 16. Episode 16 was called Keep On Moving. If you haven't listened to it yet, this episode will make more sense if you go back and listen to 16 first. In episode 16, I talked about the importance of forward motion when you're moving towards a goal, making a big life change, creating something of your dreams, or because I love this reference, running an ultra marathon. I want to dig in a little more to what tends to happen to a lot of us in the process of change, because it's not always what we expect. And it's so much like the experience of running a long distance, like a hundred miles that I talked about last episode, that I want to stay with this analogy just a bit longer. So please bear with me, even if you're not into running and have never heard of ultra marathons. One thing I'm learning from the ultra running experience is that if I'm signing up to run a hundred miles, I am in part signing up for some major discomfort. Even for the fastest, fittest runners, a hundred miles is a long enough distance that it would be virtually impossible to not feel bad at some point. And if you pull runners getting ready to start a 100 mile race, most will acknowledge that it's going to hurt. But I think a lot of people, myself included, are not always mentally prepared for the lows that will come. Because knowing it's a possibility is actually quite different than experiencing it when it happens. In a hundred miler, there are many potential points where you won't feel good. There are the sore, heavy muscles that start to complain once you get past the distance you're reasonably comfortable with. There's the possibility of blisters on your feet and chafing pretty much anywhere. There's the reality of needing to take in enough food, water, and electrolytes for 24 plus hours on your feet, which is not as easy as it sounds. Nausea, indigestion, and GI issues are common side effects of long distances. There's sleepiness that will be inevitable as you run through the night. These are only a few of the issues that runners have when attempting the 100 mile distance. And while most runners go into their first 100 knowing about these, it can feel almost surprising when it actually happens to you. I'm speaking with firsthand experience. Even though I've known these issues are likely possibilities, I've often failed to really prepare myself for them by planning what I will do when I encounter them. To be honest, I sometimes took these issues personally 
almost as an individual sign of weakness, rather than acknowledging they were happening to almost everyone and to treat them as things that I can plan and prepare for. When I take the fatigue and soreness and nausea personally, I get really discouraged and down on myself and on the whole endeavor. I mentally give up. I can talk myself out of a race or distance that I truly want to finish just because my body is uncomfortable. It's amazing how powerfully the mind can rationalize and justify throwing in the towel. I know this because I've thrown in the towel twice and thought about it a number of times. The people who are most successful at finishing 100 mile races aren't necessarily the fastest, fittest runners. They are the people who are constantly working to master their mental game. They know why they're out there and they expect and plan for the problems that will crop up. And when issues do arise, they effectively problem solve each issue without getting too drawn in emotionally. They don't take the low moments personally. Their minds may be screaming at them to stop and end the discomfort, but they aren't jumping on that bandwagon. They know that discomfort is part of the game and they keep moving forward. I'm excited about the parallels here to change work. Making a change in your life, especially one that feels big or significant. It's like embarking on an ultra marathon of sorts, a journey into the unknown. Your goal is before you, constantly in your mind, and you are somewhere along the path moving toward it. Sometimes you're running, sometimes you're crawling. What will you do when something happens or doesn't happen as you'd like? And it starts to shake your belief in yourself and the whole endeavor. Let's say you're starting your own business. You have a vision for it. You can clearly see what you want to create, what it will do for the world, how it will serve people, how you'll feel when you're living your dream. You put in the hard work every day, the hours of planning and preparing and connecting with people. What will you do when you encounter setbacks? And how will you feel about yourself and your vision? How will you endure the discomfort of not being where you want to be yet? Can you let the integrity and excitement of your vision, your why, can you let it sustain you through the hard moments? 
through the low moments. Can your vision be an antidote to the inner voices telling you to throw in the towel? Friends, this is stuff I geek out over. In ultra marathoning and in life, change work, creating stuff, moving toward a goal. Ultimately, it all comes down to the mental game. It's the wisdom to expect the low moments and not take them personally. It's the ability to turn off the mind chatter, solve the issues at hand, and keep your eyes on the prize. Thank you for listening to episode 17. I would love to hear about your why and how you move past discouragement or negative self-talk to stay on the path to what you're creating. And if you honestly struggle with this, I'd love to know that too. My email address is in the show notes. As always, if you have not done so, and you like this, ep- you like this episode and this podcast, please do rate, review, and follow this show. Until next time.